Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, chapter three. Welcome back to another podcast, another Quest Fishing Adventures podcast. I am absolutely buzzing and why you've seen by the title, I am back carp fishing. I am super excited. Um, I love my pike fishing, I love my carp fishing, but I really have been missing my carp fishing lately and I just can't wait. I can't wait to get those rods out. Um, I'm just waiting for Alex to turn up because I'm fishing with Alex today. We're here at the noisy lake again. Uh, trying to kind of pick off where we left off um, last time. Um, we did get a few a few nice ones out. Um, and there is, as I said many times on my podcast here, every bloody pike we get out of this lake seems to be absolutely a stunner. Absolutely a stunner. There's definitely some gems in here. There's definitely lots of gems in it, in fact. So I'm super buzzing for this one. Um, the weather's looking good. Um, I, don't, I think we might get a little bit of rain today. It's a bit overcast at the moment. It's looking carpy. It's looking carpy. It really is. Um, yeah. So I'm just waiting for Alex now. Uh, so I just wanted to start the podcast now. Uh, once it gets here and we select our swims, um, I shall let you know. So talk to you in a millisecond. Right. We've had a little look around the lake. Uh, nice little watch. Um, so we decided we're going to go uh, on that bit where it sort of sticks out a little bit. Not that makes much sense to on the podcast, but basically where we had all them carp from before. Now we're not going there because of that. We're going there because that's where we saw some carp in that area. Uh, we didn't see any other movement of carp around the lake. We've seen them down that end of the lake. So it's pretty much where you come in and, and you basically, it just comes out. It's like a, you have to cross a little bridge and basically it's a little island. You're just, you kind of, I guess you kind of are fishing on a little island where you are fishing on a little island. Um, so we're going to go on there again. Don't know what swim ship we're going to go in, uh, but that's where we're going because um, that's where we've seen fish, and that makes sense to me, doesn't it? <laughs> so right, let's get over there. Um, let's get the rods out, uh, and I'll update you guys what swim I'm in, and then what rigs, what bait I'm using. But first of all, I am going to get the um, I am going to get the marker rod out. I want to have a good feel around. I really do. Get the deeper out as well. See what I can see. Um, I want to make sure I'm fishing on some decent spots. So once I've done that, I'll update you guys. All right, it's taken about an hour and a half, but I finally got the first rod out. Can you believe it? Um, I was just trying to make sure I find like a decent spot. I couldn't find any gravel patches out there with a the marker rod and the deeper. Uh, so I've used both in conjunction with each other. Uh, but I found a nice, like, clearish area where there's not much, there's not much silt there at all, really. It was quite, it's quite clean. It was, and it's a massive area, to be honest with you. So um, what I've done is, obviously, I'm, well, not obviously, if you don't listen to my podcast, if you're new here, I've been using a lot of SLK um, DNA baits at the moment. So um, I put a couple of spots of um, DNA boil. It's been crushed, whole boily, and been soaking, soaking now for about a month, two months now. It's proper nice. It's just been topping up as I go along. Uh, for like throughout the time just as it was absorbing it in and in there put some uh, steel cricky pet uh, steel cricky <laughs> St sticky krill pellets some 2.3 mils and i put um some sticky bloodworm 2.3 mil pellets as well uh yeah a couple of spots over the top uh pinged it out there uh on a bolt rig it was uh, and I put a withy with oh, oh God, I really can't talk this morning. I put a, a withy rig on that with a popped up SLK boilie that yet again has been soaking as well. 
So I do feel really happy. It's about, uh, what was I saying out there? It was, it was about five and a half foot depth and it's, it starts to creep up to like four foot and there's a bit of a play there or that and then, it's, then it really creeps up to the bank there. So that's the first rod out. Sun's looking good. We've seen a lot more carp now since we've been there moving around, like moving out everywhere, literally all over the place. So I don't think we're in a bad swim. Are we in the best swim? I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, we, we, we did a recce round, as I said, at the beginning of this podcast. That's all you can do. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed, I'm going to get one of these stunners out. It's gems. Uh, meanwhile, I need to sort of second one out and get that one out. Hopefully that's not going to take me an hour and a half. But if it does, it does. So I'll update you guys in a second. Right, second rod's out. It's taken about half hour. Um, I've literally pretty much gone like margins, if you could call it that, uh, to the right-hand side of me. I've pushed it out um, on the bushwhacker, nine sections. Uh, towards a pole <clears throat> yeah it's a lovely big patch there like clear, clear spot not gravel couldn't find any gravel down there so don't seem to find much gravel in this lake or on this side of the lake anyway yeah so it's like five foot deep they're lovely like clear I didn't bring any shit in as well when I was using the marker rod as well just to fill the bottom out um, five foot as I said and literally um, everything's the same uh, bar, bar. Uh, this one's got a spinner rig on it so um, fingers crossed Fingers crossed, one of these rigs is going to rip off with that 30 pounder that lives in here. So both rods are out now. It's really bright, it's got really bright now, which is nice. Um, which is nice. Um, fingers crossed, guys. Let's start this carping campaign off with a nice lump. Let's, let's set the bar high. Right, 10 to 10. I wish I was coming on here saying that we had, we had a fish, but we haven't. Um, Alex has definitely got a lot of fish that have been like moving over his uh, his rods, but like I'm boshing out, but nothing's nothing's gone down and picked them up yet. We are thinking, are oh, are they mid water? Is is zigs is zigs the way to go um, when you start crashing out? But both of us have never really done zigs before, um, so our confidence in them is is proper low. And I said, Alex, I just don't fancy casting out over the back there where we've seen a few of them bosh out. I just don't feel confident that I could do it, and I, I, I generally don't. And I think it's you know it's good to admit that rather than lie and, and do it and then fluff it up completely. I just don't know what to do. I mean, it's obviously early days still, so um, I'm, I'm going to sit on them. Mind you, saying that, saying that, saying that, about 20 minutes ago, Alex had a, a, a liner, and the cart was literally under his rod, and it's just like under the under the line, under the rod tips there, and literally you could see it like swirling around down there. Uh, and it picked the line up so they are in close as well so they're, they're, they're all over the place that's the thing they are all over the place um, which is good I guess we just carry on persisting on what we're doing at the moment uh, you know and see what happens as I said it's complete early days got blatantly a good few hours left um, and we'll see how it goes a lot of bird life that's for sure there's a lot of bird life going on they're moving around but I'll tell you what the good thing is though out of all of it the fish are moving around we have seen them so if they're moving around they are definitely going to be feeding at some point 110% I'm buzzing guys great to be back out fishing again and fingers crossed the next segment will be a nice big carp on the bank I've just had the craziest liner honestly uh, I literally went bee and I thought I had a fish on um, ran over to my rod so literally I'm sitting like in Alex's swim and absolutely nothing I did look and my sensitive and my delkins was right up so I'm putting it down to uh, it was a liner and it's just it's just picked up from the, 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 the dorsal fin or something on a carp and because the sensitivity is up really high um, 
it's that's why it sounded like a complete screamer but yeah at the end of the day it is a positive thing because it means like you know as i just said the fish are definitely moving around so surely it's only a matter of time a couple other people have turned up now for the uh, for the record as well so it's four of us on the lake can't see them they're down the other end which is good it pushed help help push the fish around a bit as well so that's i'm, I'm taking that as a positive as well what's the time now 10 to 11 um do i recast or do i don't do i or don't i don't know might leave it for a little bit longer well i definitely 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 i'm sure of it just had a pick up on that left hand side rod again and it's just blown my confidence in that in the in the tide rig that i have out there you know when it just sounds like it it was a pickup and somehow the fish has got away of it it's just i had to change it so literally i pulled it back in uh, put another spot over it and i put um, a spinner rig out on it now um and we'll see if that makes a difference there's definitely fish in the vicinity there has to be has to be so yeah just a little bit gutted by that i feel like it was a missed opportunity which i'm definitely gutted about ah oh, dear but oh well that's fishing for you fingers crossed though so it's 12 25 um just thought i'd chuck a little bit of an update um no one's caught a fish on the lake yet today um but they're definitely moving around there's one gentleman he is moving around he's going different swims and so you think he'd, he'd pick one up but nothing as of yet just a quick break from today's episode if you are enjoying my content and would like to support me for free you can do so and it's really easy all you've got to do is leave me a rating subscribe to me or leave me a review now this will depend on what platform that you're listening from because you might only get one of these options but honestly i really would appreciate it if you could take the time out to do it Thank you so much, and let's get back to the episode. Right, I've just done the right-hand rod again, and I've tied up a new withy rig, because I just still still want to catch my first fish on that rig. Uh, Alex has definitely put you know some fish in the bank now with it. But what I've done, I've tied up a new one, as I just said, but I've made the shrink tube probably about a centimetre longer than what it was uh, to give it more of a bend on it. I, I don't know, you know you start questioning a rig of you know, w why it didn't work, or did it... Did it, did it was it a liner? You know, was it a fish not picking up the bait? Was it an actual liner? I, I, I don't know. It, it certainly sounded like a pickup to me on, on the rig that I, I, you know, I changed on the left-hand side rod. So I've retied it now, put it back out on the bushwhacker, uh, slightly closer in. I've only done four sections on the bushwhacker this time. Only the reason for that is because of that, where Alex had that fish underneath his, pretty much his rod tip earlier. Um, I kind of wonder, you know, whether they are right in the margins here as well, like swimming through here. So, um, that's why I've gone for that option there. So we've got we've got a new rig out there, closer in, uh, bait over it again, obviously because on the bushwhacker, sharpened hooks. If you've not watched my um, podcast on uh, sharpening hooks, go and go and go and go. Have you not watched it? <laughs> what do you mean? Have you not watched it? If you're not listening to it, go and listen to uh, Sharp Hooks, uh, my way forward for this season and, and going forward indefinitely. That's for sure. So yeah, got a nice sharpened hook on that as well. Took some time sharpening that. I probably it probably took me about half hour to tie the rig in all fairness, but I wanted it right. I wanted it looking perfect. Uh, so I feel happy that it is now. So that's good. So it's only a matter of time. Only a matter of time, hopefully. Right, I've just done my left-hand side rod again, um, but I've changed the setup. So now I've put it on a helicopter rig. Um, and the reason being, because I, when I brought it in uh, this time, there was a little bit of blanket weed on it. And I think that bolt rig, potentially could be pulling it in 
So I think it's a good move to change it to a helicopter rig, feather it down, which I have done, and like so hopefully in theory it'd be sitting on top of it rather than maybe potentially it could have been pulled into it. There wasn't a lot of on it, a lot of blanket in it, but there was some on it, and I just it kind of worries me, puts me off. Um, that you know it might, it might be a reason why I'm not catching a fish on it so I don't know so that's the change I've just made now same again put another little spot over it again Zach, everything's the same apart from that um, bait's going in there same spot and everything so you know can it only but persist uh, with what I'm doing and eventually surely surely we're going to put a nice one on the bank right a result I come to this segment here with some good news Alex has just had a run it was like a and he hit into it and he's playing it and he's bringing it in and he's going he goes this is a bream this is a bream I was like no it can't be no way and he's bringing it in it's literally you know when, you, when you've got a bream and you just reel it and reel it and reel it it just comes in he comes in he comes in he goes yeah it's a bream and we saw it it's like oh no it's a bream and as you guys know like we're not bream fans we've, got, we've come for carp so basically he gets it into the margins he doesn't want to get doesn't want to put in his net totally understand that but I tell you what this was a stonker of a bream. I'd probably put about £10 on it or something. It was it was massive, absolutely massive. Um, probably, I probably would have done a photo if I'm honest with you with that size bream, but Alex didn't want to, bless him, fair enough. So basically he unhooks it in the water and, he, and it swims off. So we're just like literally walking back from the bank to literally to like, like you know, the, the swim, like the, the chairs and that to like redo it. And his other rod just goes off. <laughs> literally, so literally runs around to look because we, we net I should have said this we literally um, walked to the other, other swim so, he can, so we can net it there to give us more room and literally they're well close to each other really not far apart so basically he's run to this other rod because it's all bleeping off and he's playing this he's playing this other one going oh I've got a fish got a fish like, yeah yeah he goes it's a bream though I was like oh no what no way like a double hook up on a bream and like brings it in really really easy literally and he goes no it's a carp <laughs> <laughs> and so like he's playing this carp in the end in the margins and he goes you know what it's, it's that slag carp I've had before and he's had it like three times well, so this is the third time now so literally he's just caught a carp out of here for the third time in a like in a short space of time in all fairness literally um, you know when you're talking a few months but yeah no it's a carp though I've got a photo of it he didn't want to he didn't want to take a photo of holding it so I've, I've done a matte photo which at the moment will be the photo on the podcast um, unless I can manage to pull one out of the bag but fair play Alex pulled out the bag we've not blanked well done Alex top man well it's 5.58 got to be off this water by 7 o'clock so mm -hmm. going to be saying we packing up a quarter to 7 definitely so I've got about 45 minutes left so I'm just praying to the carp gods that I will be blessed with a carp today come on carp gods come on well that's the end of the session now uh, finish for a blank for me um, I'm really gutted to be honest with you. I feel like I missed out on an opportunity, um, and in my head I just can't work out why. You know why I didn't hook up with that fish. Definitely on that that second indication on the bite alarms, it was, it was that was definitely a pickup of some description. Um, it's definitely not down to the hooks. The, the hooks were proper damn sharp. Um, obviously, I've talked about that in, in my last podcast about sharp hooks. My my hooks are proper sharp, so I know it's not that. It's definitely got to be down to the rig, the presentation on the rig, and why that didn't hook the carp. So there's something I'm going to take away and think about an awful lot to try and figure out, you know, where that went wrong there. Um, but fortunately, um, Alex pulled out the bag for us. He managed to put a carp on the bank. Uh, what being a repeat capture, uh, three times now, as I said before, but it's still a carp, uh, still not a blank, still uh, SLK doing the job. Um, 
had that enormous bream as well. Uh, obviously didn't get a photo of that as I said before because Alex didn't want to get out of the water. But hey ho. Um, so uh, over on the lake as well from what we saw, uh, the guy opposite Alex, he had two carp. Uh, in the same sort of vicinity area of where he had his two takes from. And then the guy to Alex's right uh, down the other end of the lake there, we saw him have one carp as well. So what we know of three carp for four carp in total came out um, in the session. So they clearly were feeding, which, which is what we thought. You know, the sun was out, it's definitely warmed up. We could see them moving around, boshing out over the place, you know, throughout the day, uh, more predominant in the morning. Um, so there's a lot to take away, a lot to think about. I did say to Alex, I said, if you know, this is definitely one of them waters that if we were fishing a lot more, we'd, we'd crack it. I just feel so confident about that. Um, the guy opposite Alex, mm -hmm. we've seen mm -hmm. him down here um, a few times. Um, so we know he's one of the regulars there. So he knows, you know, he knows the spots, he knows what he's doing. And, you know, it only takes a few trips to start, you know, putting the pieces of the, of the jigsaw together to work it out. But hey, I'm definitely going to go back there again, uh, hopefully next week. Probably be a short session, though. Uh, but I definitely want to go back, though, because, as I said, the carp in there are stunning and I really want to get some more out. So I've got to call that one there. I'm going to leave this podcast and try and think how I can correct or work out why that presentation wasn't right why I didn't hook that carp and I'm going to be kicking myself until my next session but you know that's a good thing at least I'm taking something away from it um you know anyway hope you enjoyed it and I shall see you guys in my next podcast thank you for the support If you're not done already, guys, you could do me a massive favor and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there, I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and tight lines, and see you on my next podcast.